Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, aka Mega Man. This is going to be episode 44. I got my boy, Mike and George, and they have a group called Dead 77. What's up, guys? What's up, oh, man? How was your day today, man? Good, good. good. Enjoying the Saturday. Enjoying the Saturday? Yeah. You guys, you got to work on the weekend? I do. Nah? But I'm calling off. <laughs> That's very smart, very smart, man. What's up, Mike? What's up, man? How you feeling, man? Good, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your first time doing a podcast? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Not cool. radio, but definitely podcast. Yeah. So podcast is just changing the game and everything. And I mean, you're going to have, it's going to spread out more yeah. like wildfire, man. So um, I, I got you the hospitality. I got you beer, water, gum, trying to make you feel at home and shit like that, you know? Yeah. So um, I haven't, I haven't seen you for a long ass time, man. Yeah. Maybe what? Four or five years? Yeah, maybe man. longer. Yeah, man. Let's talk about the days in first <laughs> I want to talk about that shit, man. Uh, no fuck, man. Too many fights. Like what's this shit, dude? But yeah, no more of that shit. No more, dude. No more. I can't even go to Fourth Street. No, uh, for real. Banned. Yeah, banned. I got banned. I, have, I got into a fist fight like years ago at first. Mm. I, oh. can't, I can't go there no more. Sounds about the same. Yeah. The same red room for I everybody. What's yours at the red room? No. Yeah. It was down the street from first. Yeah, I got punched out at the red room. We'll talk about that, dude. Cousin <laughs> Jesse had to come save me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't know what happened. That was a bad night. That was a bad night. Let's, Let's not, not talk about Let's that. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, it was a bad night. But, like, yeah, it was just, I don't go there that much. I just yeah. go to Stash Bar, maybe the Pike Restaurant, or, like, V-Room. That's it, dude. Yeah. It's just for some, for some kind of reason, my fourth street, man, it gets, it gets, it's one of those crazy nights, man. It gets sketchy. Very yeah. sketchy. You know, I like to do my drink in the daytime. Yeah. yeah. But how you guys been? Like, what's going on with you guys? So let's talk about your group, Dead 77, man. Let's talk about that. Let's talk from the get-go. Um, how you, how, let's talk with Mike. How, how did you start? Um, well, the band was already kind of established with uh, George, Brian, Seb, and mm-hmm. I don't know who else. You guys had like a chick. It was a very, yeah, it was very random drummers. Drummers have always been a problem. Yeah, drummers are like come and go. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. So here for a good time, not a long, long time. time. <laughs> so like they, we had like a girl drummer. And a girl was, drummer? Yeah. Oh, shit. And that was the like the beat. She was horrible. But That was like what, 05? Yeah. It was way back when. And, oh, five. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that was like fucking almost 14 years. Yeah. yeah. You guys so, have been around for, damn, man. Yeah. On and off, 14 years. Yeah. A while. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. 14 guys are still staying strong and shit, you know? Yeah. True. Right. You guys have, you have, you have, you have your cult following now? Uh, not, I don't know. I don't know. We have like a few people, people. Yeah, people. Okay, so here's the, this is like the weirdest shit to us because it's like, people will say like, oh, you know, you guys are blowing up and we're like doesn't feel like we're blowing up anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like we get random people that are like, oh, you guys are like, you know, the talk of the town right now. Or you guys are like blowing up. You guys are doing things. And we're like, I don't know. We feel so stagnant sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we doing? And But people seem to talk yeah. about this. So. I, think, I think like going back to like 05, 06 when I joined, like it was just we're more of like a party band. Mm-hmm. Like we just wanted to play shows and party and mm-hmm. like just have fun. fun like we yeah. so, we never had like merch. We never had any records to sell. Like mm-hmm. I mean, we had recordings, like old recordings, but like that was it. That was it. You mm-hmm. know, like we just wanted to party and play shows. Mm-hmm. What's your genre? Like I know everyone has like with the punk. There's different types of punk. What what type of punk band you guys are? Uh, we don't we don't really have one because like. 
Because we've always had such like a wide range of like influences yeah. in the punk scene. So it's always gone from like, we have some songs that are just like rock and roll 77. Mm-hmm. We have some songs that are just straight street punk. Then we have like old school hardcore style songs like Cro-Mags and all that stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. we have a wide range of influences. So it's not just, we're not, we're not a street punk band. We're not a hardcore punk band. We're just whatever comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, with the punk scene and stuff, you guys talk about what's been going on in society, like the government, or people always say with punk music and stuff, something ha- happened to them in the past. Like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe they weren't loved, or mm-hmm. what do you guys think of that? So, as far, okay, this is, and this is always a question that comes up. For us, politically, we try to stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think most of our writing style is more of, what has happened to us or what we're into Mm -hmm. um you know whether it be girls whether it be sex whether it be drugs whether it be it's all life experience Mm -hmm. um politically uh, we stay away from it um we try not to touch too much on it very sensitive these days yes with the whole trub with the whole me too with the whole just everything's just fucking changing Mm -hmm. where back in the day you can get away with shit now you can you you get fucking boycotted. Mm-hmm. You can get. You just don't fucking ban you. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Do you guys really have to work when you have your music and with the social media? Do you really watch what you put first before like oh I don't know about that you know? I I think uh, you know we watch what we say more. Mm-hmm. Like we used to be kind of like crazy Out on there. stage, like, well, and we'll, we'll say like, shit that would offend somebody. Yeah, like we'll steal your but girlfriend now, kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, we'll steal your girlfriend or yeah. just like stupid shit. Like yeah. we just say stupid random shit. Like yeah. and we talk about like pussy and tits. Yeah, and all you that. know the reason why I asked that is that the Twitter or the social media they're making like a little three strikes where yeah. you post something okay you get deleted mm-hmm. you post it again something disturbing you get locked mm-hmm. yeah. the third time you do it again you're bad yeah. and that sucks yeah yeah. we, we just try to uh, like nowadays like we just try to respect others yeah. more mm-hmm. than we did when we were younger you know what I mean take other people's feelings into consideration because you know mm-hmm. people are sensitive nowadays and that's cool. That's cool. But, mm-hmm. you know. It's almost like you guys, they care, you know. Yeah, yeah. like, we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, just like we wouldn't want someone to offend us or talk yeah. shit about I, And I think that's the point about music, too. I mean, I get it. I respect it if you're into the whole political thing and, like, mm-hmm. stating your opinion. Like, that's cool. But for us, it's never been about that. We try to relate more on the side of, okay, what was I doing when I was, you know, between we'll say what 16 to 21 mm-hmm. i mean at those times i didn't give a fuck what was going on i just wanted to party mm-hmm. i wanted to party you know be out on the streets skate like just do what people do i guess at that age so like the music re- revolves around that mm-hmm. uh, like i said we try to stay away from the political oh, view mm-hmm. um, because once you enter that realm you're kind of putting yourself in that genre Mm-hmm. So now you you know people are gonna expect you to talk more and more and more about it instead of what really the focus is is to relate on someone's personal life, not the political side of it. Yeah, like Henry Rollins or like uh, Rage Against Machine and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, the Jack is I yeah that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I try desperately to stay away from it. I mean we we dabble with it every once in a while, but mm-hmm. it's never like deep 
into it. Mm-hmm. So. What type of back when with you guys were younger? What type of music you guys both listen to? Uh, I think well, hip hop's always been big, like trap music. Growing up in uh, yeah. the ghetto, dude. Growing like, up in the ghetto, so like you know, gangster rap was always a thing. What about the mumble music now? You like that shit? No. Fuck, thank God, dude. Uh, kind of. I, I kind of get stuck listening to it because of my son. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. like my boy, he always wants to listen to Little Pump and yeah, all that Little stuff. Pump or but that, but that's 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 the new that's the general, you know, for the new generation. Like that's their thing, and our thing was different. Yeah, so. yeah I feel like now, like there's so much music is like, uh, yeah, up. yeah. It's not like where it used to be where you listen to MTV and this, but now you hear it now because before there was no Spotify, there yeah. was no yeah. Pandora or Django mm-hmm. and all that. Now it's like, oh shit, you yeah. know? But that whole mumble, I, I want that shit to be done. <laughs> sorry, man. I'm sorry for your son, man. I'm fucking real, man. I, I, like, I like more of an, I'm more of an 80s, 90s, and early yeah. 2000s. That's it. Yeah. Good, good punk, good rock, good new wave, good hip-hop, mm-hmm. all that. It was just fucking perfect, guys. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. And I, I think, so, you know, with the hip-hop is something we listen to. I know I listened to it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, punk, rock and roll, uh, new wave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's a blend of everything. Yeah. Have you heard of uh, is Choloka? Yeah. Like Prayers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Ooh. What did you think about that? That's some that's some good shit. It made me want to paint my nails black. Yeah, for real. And my toenails, like yeah. he does. Actually, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like that kind of his his whole thing is relating back to what he you know mm-hmm. what he went through. Yeah, yeah. And like what he's into, so he's putting it out there in that sense, and that's kind of like what we're trying to do is just put our music out there the way that mm-hmm. we. I guess the way that we see the world, yeah. we're putting our the, the way that we feel out there the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you uh, like on that stuff. So, uh, tell me, you're the you're the like the lead singer for Dead Seventy Seven. How's mm-hmm. that been like? Uh, fun. What? <laughs> you're the only singer, or did you guys have words? Like, no, hey? I've been I've been the the original singer since we since I started the band, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been uh, it's been up and downs. I mean. Uh, there's been a few close calls. Uh, I get pretty wild on stage. Uh, I'm known for throwing water at people. Fuck yeah. Hey, this is not fucking beer. Yeah. I mean... Or, or a fucking rat or something. Well, we had one incident, and we'll say... Uh, it was actually out here in Long Beach, and... At D.P. Yeah, D.P. Oh, right here on PCH? Yeah. yeah. All right, okay. So, we're playing, I'm getting into it, and, like, I grab my drink, and it's a glass cup. Yeah, and like I think he just meant to throw what was whatever oh, was in it. What's in it, it? And it slipped out of my. <laughs> <laughs> it slipped out of his hand and just like it was just like slow motion. The cup spinning, and, and it, it just whacked. whacked some chick in the face, dude. And it's just oh, it was bad. It was bad. I was like, oh man, is he okay? I think so. <laughs> I, I the and then the last time we played there, I got a drink thrown in my face. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That was a bad night. Was it like Michelle? He, was it a guy or a girl? It, it was a girl. Uh, it's because we always do like a couple of covers in our set. Was she hot? Uh, I don't remember, dude. It was so long oh, ago. No. <laughs> that was that was before we broke, not broke up, but took a break. Mm-hmm. I think we we're like what 18, 17, yeah. 18 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she just, I, I said something again. I said something stupid on stage, and yeah. I got a drink thrown in my face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it wasn't nothing like sexist or like offensive. No, it, it was regarding another because we were doing a cover, and it was regarding another band that she wanted to hear it, and we just kind of made fun of that band. band. Yeah, yeah. So she got mad and threw a cup in yeah. my face. Do you guys perform a lot in Long Beach in the area, like the the bars? We've perf- we we have a couple times. We've yeah. played Deep Piazzas in Blacklight like, District. Yeah, you know someone bought it out. I don't know what they yeah. do with it. Yeah, it looked like they're remodeling it when I drove yeah. by right yeah. now. What about uh, Alex's bar? That's where we're trying to get into. We want to play there. No, no ferns. No, that's yeah. ah, that's yeah, that'd be cool to play there. Yeah. yeah, they have bands play there yeah. sometimes. What about Fourth Street Vine? What's that? It's right there before uh, Juan Apparel and Cherry. It's in the middle of 4th Street. Oh. Like, well, there's a, there's a little bar and they have, like, a lot of indie p- uh, bands play over there. So oh, really? Like yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool to get Or V-Room or, you know. Gaslight? Gaslight? Well, yeah, that's Gaslight. Yeah. So yeah. something. Yeah. Or, or the Hawk Bar. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, we've just always, we just pretty much take what we get. and Yeah. Or try to get out of California. Yeah, we like playing out of state more than we do like playing. What's the favorite state you guys like playing? Texas. Texas, Dallas. Dallas, well, Austin. Austin too. It's all right. It's just it just seems like every time we've gone to Austin, we've been there a few times or a couple. It's always times. On, the, on a bad day. On a bad day, like on a Sunday, Sunday. or like it was, and then like last last time it was a Sunday. Was it a Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was a Thursday. Or yeah. S- or something like that. Some, weird, Some weird day where no one goes out. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, we always end up at this venue that's like outside of like the downtown. Outside of yeah, of downtown Austin, and mm-hmm. it's like north, huh? Yeah, yeah. So like everyone's south or in the middle, so it's like far out there. So dang, yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever play like in Mexico? Like in yeah. crazy. Uh, we, we try want to. to. We want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's all like to be honest with those kind of things. It's all like a booking agent, like someone that's gonna do the work. Because I already tried putting us on some stuff in Mexico, and it's like, it's just a hassle. If you don't have someone representing you... Yeah. They want to want you to pay they, to go out there. Yeah, they want you to pay, like, some crazy amounts of money. And uh, you got to have someone that already has the pool out there to be like, hey... Knows the scene and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But definitely, I mean, we... We... What, we're going to the UK this year. Again. I, that's... That's... I I've been looking at your stuff and I'm like I heard your music, but the UK is that's where it all started right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So it, it works, I think, man. Yeah. I, I love I, this festival. Is, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it, so it's a festival. Is yeah. that like a tour? Like no, no, no it's a it's a festival. It's a festival. It's like a it's what is it like a four day festival? Yeah, yeah. How many songs are you gonna be playing? Like a couple songs? Uh, I think I think this year we get a forty five minute set. So. We gotta put something yeah. together. Yeah, usually, like right now, we like to keep our set short because, like, we're, we're, even though we've been around for 14 years, we're still, like, a, still kind of, like, a up and coming. Because, yeah. like, we didn't do nothing prior to 2008. Like, and, we did nothing. We just and, partied and played shows. Yeah, like, so even then, like, even if you want to date back to what we did before, it's like, there's really no, nothing to no show trail for. that says, like, oh, these guys... So like that's what's so kind of that's the good and the bad of it is like okay so now we have to work on building a rep but then when people hear us they're like well how the fuck are these guys pumping out these songs and like they're up and coming band like and it was, they've been they've been in the game for like years yeah, ago yeah. Yeah. yeah so but they don't know that because there's no like trail back then it was all it was we're just like backyard warriors just yeah. like we're just like it was all about it, literally it was just partying yeah like party. 
we want blow, we want to drink, we want chicks. Like that was it. Like there was no point to anything else about being in a band except for those things. We just literally just went to play in a band, show that we play in a band. Yeah. And then party who with whoever wanted to party with us. <laughs> Man, that's that's yeah. But it's good to like you know go through all the stuff that you guys been through, then yeah. come up with some new songs, and, mm-hmm. and you now it's like now you guys are ready to like oh, take, to yeah. take the road like, on. The the dynamic is so different now because it's like we didn't expect it to get this serious, but then it got serious. So now it's like we have to both have the music eye for it and also the business side of it. Yeah. So now it's like. We party, but not really, because then there's like so much other stuff we have to handle. Like now, it's like business. It's like, it's like uh, him and I will talk about it. And we're like, dude, we got into this just to, you know, have some fun, and now it's like serious. And it's like, damn, yeah. what the fuck? I think back in two thousand, what was it, two thousand sixteen, when we started up again? Yeah. So two thousand sixteen, we started up again, and really all we wanted to do was get back together and yeah. record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah to have something to show for like our teenage years you know what yeah. i mean because like oh. again going back you know we didn't have anything we didn't have anything i mean we had a couple of shitty recordings but like we wanted something to show for you know like hey like short kids like hey look yeah. i played in a well, band when well, i was a little did, kid yeah. so like we recorded and then we got asked to play a couple of shows and then it just kind of like it's escalated from there yeah escalated and we just because we we weren't gonna we weren't gonna like pursue the band anymore. We just wanted to record, and then somehow we got stuck playing shows again. And then mm. and, just, and then the festivals came around. And the then, festivals. Did you guys ever Texas. like like take a break where you just want to sit down and, and start writing your stuff? And okay, let's see, if we can come up with like some like some good songs, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I, I yes and no. Yeah, like it's like there's days where I'm like, yeah, we need to sit down, we need to write, and then I'm like, that shit never works. Like it never works. It never works when we plan to get together and write. It just like we just have writer's block when you just plan it out, like to yeah. sit down with each other and it write. Has, yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh-huh. It's it's just like if it was like if it's like let's say if you're doing your thing with your kid, like oh I have an idea for it, then just write it before. Yeah, 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 that's that's how it works. Usually, like I'll I'll be at home and like I don't even honestly like I don't even play guitar that much. Like I only play when we have band practice or mm-hmm. like once in a while where I feel like I have a banger flowing in my head. You know what I mean? And I'll sit down and I'll play it, record it on my phone. I'll call George. George, I got a banger here. Write some lyrics, and then I never do. And then he I'm, never I'm, does. I'm the same way. Like I have to hear it all together in order for ideas to start flowing in, uh-huh. or else it just doesn't flow in. Yeah. And I'm like, uh... he he come he comes to band practice doing the mumble rap shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I mumble rap first, and then I start piecing all the rhymes and the and the words together. Uh-huh. So I try to fill out. Okay, what's going to be the rhythm of this song? And what are the lyrics gonna, you know, be? The Reebok or the Nike? Yeah. So it's like, it, it, <laughs> no, seriously, it's it's weird. Like I cannot, I cannot sit down and write. Like I'm like, well, what, what am I writing for? I don't have a melody. I don't have riffs. Like, so what's the point? You know, I'm gonna end up like coming to, you know, the rehearsal and like I have all these writings and it's like, well, none of this shit works. You know, it used it used to be easier when we were younger to write songs. Mm-hmm. Because we had stuff to write about. Now we're yeah. like responsible adults and we have kids and family yeah. and we yeah. kind of we kind of live like a, a normal person's life when we're outside of the band. So it's yeah. like 
So when coming to lyrics, it's just like, what do we write about? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to stay relevant. Man. Yeah, it's Especially like like when like older bands. I'm like, how the fuck do these guys do it? Because they're still living the lifestyle, man. Yeah. And like us, like we we have like curfews. Like ten o'clock comes around and we're fucking like knocked out asleep, ready ready to go home, tired, <laughs> man. Like, boy, you're right. There's nothing to do out there, huh? Uh, not really, <laughs> not really. But like, like when we have shows, dude. Like we'll be out playing and then the kids start calling like yeah. mm-hmm. where you at dad or you know when you coming home mm-hmm. so it's like gotta head home like we don't get to hang out and stay and do party do you stay mostly in Long Beach like when you do like the shows or you just go whatever in LA in LA Beach? a lot of our shows in LA uh where else Pomona Pomona oh, Riverside okay yeah uh, what was that what's that place over there at the Pomona was it the opera Oh, no, no, the Glass House. Yes, and the Glass House characters. Yeah, you guys ever go perform over there? We yeah. haven't played Glass, Glass House. House. Yeah, we do characters a lot. That's yeah. a that's a cool little bar out there. That place is sweet. Yeah. I went to go see the drums over there. The drums? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like a little indie new wave like yeah. Yeah. and stuff. Hipster shit. Nah, I'm not fucking good. I, I like I like Sada. I don't like fake meat. Yeah. Or I like no like that whole went to this. Uh, place over here on 4th Street called Seabirds. Yeah. Fucking vegan shit. It's not <laughs> me, man. Garbage. Oh, well, George likes the vegan shit. Like it? Vegan. Yeah. Like it? You had like a fried avocado taco. <laughs> it was, it was, I was like, damn, but it was pretty good. Oh, like, they went the cheap route, bro. Yeah. That's like, that's like, we're trying to be vegan, but we're going to charge you like yeah. 10 bucks for, for these taco avocados fried. I was they had, they had sweet potato french fries and they had kimchi tacos. It was not bad. It was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But I was like, just give me the fucking I'll just, beer. I'll stick with the King Taco. King Taco? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I was at, I, I was telling you earlier, I was at Isaac's over there, man. I spent like 60 bucks. For yeah. my three boys. You know, I, Isaac's is garbage, bro. You gotta, you gotta go to Montoya's, bro. Well, I'm gonna go. You gotta get your Oso Burrito. Oso Burrito? Yeah, it has, it has carne asada, cabbage, a fried egg, uh, beans. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Do they have that like, But it's spicy as fuck. I love spicy. You think you think Isaac's is spicy? Everybody's like, oh, Isaac's so fucking spicy. Nah, you go to Montoya's, <laughs> shit's like, nah, like man. you don't know what mood the old lady's in when she's making the chili. For really? that yeah. Like some days it's just like fucking hot. Your face starts sweating. You get the hiccups. Hey, and are you like me where you look at the sauce? Like, look, the sauce is like that looks. Uh, some some got pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dark it is? Or well, because I think it's like an old lady that makes the, the salsa over there, dude. And she like makes it with beans and uh, carnitas. And I don't know what the fuck she puts in it. But yeah. some days it's just like, oh, it's just right. Like, oh, this shit tastes bomb. It's like fucking homemade Mexican food. And then some days it's just like fucking fire. You can't even taste anything in the burrito. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Salsa. Yeah. I, had, I, had, I went to this Mexican place and I had put some, like a little salsa on stuff. And I was like, okay, good, good. And my eyes are getting watery. Yeah. But when I fucked up, I put a lot of it. I smeared it all. Uh-huh. And I was eating it and I was crying. Yeah. Dude. Was like, <laughs> there used to be this spot in Silver Lake. Remember the, the pimped out taco truck with all the TVs on it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to yeah, go yeah. there after shows back when he lived in, in Silver, Silver Lake. Lake yeah. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Silver Lake. Yeah. I was over there at uh, East LA and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Silver Lake's changed though. Yeah, it's, it's all nice. hipster yeah, out now. I, I, I'm always at the Art District. Art District. Yeah, like uh, Angel City Brewery, like almost by like by Koreatown. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. By, yeah. Was it Chapwood? Uh, was it Koreatown? Yeah, right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Off, uh, like traction, you know, traction, traction, yeah. traction. Yeah. 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 I'm always over there, dude. Like yeah. all the breweries, yeah, it is all hipsters. It is. They're just taking over, dude. Yeah. Hipsters are 
I'm not even gonna say it. Do it. <laughs> I want it. I want some. Just say it. Say it. It's horrible, man. I it's mean, bad. They, they've ruined it. Yeah. They killed Highland Park. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're the one. They're, they're the ones protesting for all like yeah. the all the against Trump and all that stuff. But they're part of the problem also. They're, yeah. They're the rich white buyers. kids and. So. Do you hear what's going on in uh, the city of Watts? So you know they're building the LA Ram Stadium. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They're knocking down the projects. Knocking all of it. All yeah. the hipsters are buying all that shit, and they're just gonna make new apartments. Hipster havens. Hipster. That's gonna be the new hipster. Well, that's what happened with like the area uh, near USC. The yeah, like, yeah. Almost when you're getting into South Central, where yeah. did you ever meet Mikey? No, I never met Mikey. Though. Okay, so we had a guitar player who lived in that area, and like this is the first time because we were young and he was like way older than us. And uh, this was the first time that we ever spoke about gentrification, and I think it wasn't even really a thing back then. Mm-hmm. But he was like, oh, yeah, he's like, they got this whole plan with our area. Like, the government's coming down and just paying everybody out. And people, because you're poor and you don't have money, the government comes around and offers you this check to sell your house. You're going to take it. And so what they did is they, they, they took these homes and just flipped them and, like, maxed out the price on them yeah so only wealthy people could afford to live in that area yeah i think when it comes to politics that's only where we come into it is like seeing our old neighborhoods like get you know turned upside down because they want to move the wealthy in some stuff in wilmington here yeah here and there in wilmington and then mostly in long beach too though a lot yeah long beach whittier uh echo park silver lake like, there's people that I mean, they're like, oh, I, I live in Whittier. I'm like, the fuck, you live in Whittier? It's so weird. I know. Yeah. Like, because I see a lot of the the, the people are just moving out to the Inland Empire. Or something. Yeah. Because yeah. it's cheap. Or mm-hmm. I have a friend who just moved, it was too expensive, so he moved to Asperia. Yeah. Yeah. That's way out there, dude. Mm-hmm. But it's cheap as fuck. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing to do out there. Yeah. Like, you're almost like, you're going to might as well go to Victorville since you're yeah. at it. That's just, man, that's just, it's crazy, man. Everything's changing, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I mean, I remember when I lived with my parents, their rent in North Hollywood was like 700 bucks for a two-bedroom apartment. That's cheap. So, like, you could see the dynamic. You can't go into North Hollywood now and find a two or anything for 700 bucks. No. Like, everything's above almost two grand, mm-hmm. you know? So, you see the changes, man. it's kind of sad I guess you could say like Mm -hmm. being like you know you guys being from here and seeing the changes and you being from there like seeing Mm -hmm. the changes like it's crazy I mean like I said even Silver Lake like growing up there and partying in that area um, right off of Sunset and Silver Lake it's like you could go to these like little bars and it was a mix of everyone yeah you had gangbangers punk rockers the hipsters that were already hipsters before it was cool to be a hipster and like all in one bar and then it all goes to shit because these people come in and they buy up these properties and then they switch it up so it goes from being like a community bar to like people looking down on you when you walk in now a fancy person's bar and you're like the fuck like Mm -hmm. when did the east side become the west side like that's yeah that's what happened um i there was an incident um because you know we're talking about that so Angel City has mixtures of hipsters and all that stuff. And I already know that people are going to bash them out of the fuck. So over there is nothing but white people. And so my friend had a birthday party. And 
rarely you see Mexicans there. Mm. It's all white people. Mm. So they were serving all white people and they weren't serving us. Mm. And we're like, hello. And once all the white, all everyone got their drinks, we're still there. They didn't want it. They were ignoring us. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Because, yeah. you know, with the whole Trump thing, yeah. Mexicans, you yeah. know, and all that, it just, it, it pissed me off, dude. Like, hey, what do I have to do to get a fucking drink? Yeah. And one of the, the uh, one of the persons is like, I'm not serving that guy. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean that guy? He's yeah. like, well, I'm not serving your kind. It's like, it's fucked up, you know? Damn it. It's, and, and it's crazy to hear that kind of stuff, being that we're from Southern California. And, and not specifically just Southern, because everyone knows the OCs. Mm-hmm. trash I mean that's where everything brews you know so just to hear that kind of stuff in LA LA County itself it's just it's mind boggling like why would you say that in the breweries in East LA yeah it's all Mexicans it's like, but, but it's also the signs signs of the times signs of the times that's the a good gen- song it's the gentrification of uh, of a city you know mm-hmm. like these people aren't from here so they bring their mentalities or whatever they grew up on and they bring it here mm-hmm. and then it shows, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think that's probably the biggest problem. Not that LA doesn't have a, a race issue. I mean, it does. Do you guys deal with that in Texas too? No. Hell no. Everybody's cool in Texas. I know. I, that's, that's the weird part is like, and that's what makes me think it's not people that are from LA that are acting like this. It's more like the people that are coming from other states. And moving here, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, I, I mean, I can't really speak on it because I don't know how people think. But I mean, if you have, uh, we won't even bring the color into it, or you know, whether they're white, black, whatever. But if someone grows up in a society in the Midwest who's, you know, considered higher class, and moves out here. Mm-hmm. And obviously doesn't deal with the culture that we've already built out here. To them, it's like a culture shock, you know? So they're so used to their parents being one way. And then they come out here and it's a whole different thing. Yeah. That could really affect that person. And, you know, if they're your server and you're there ordering from them, it makes them feel less superior because they're serving you. Mm-hmm. And you're not serving them. How it would be the switch of, you know? Yeah. So, it's, uh, that issue does bother me. I think that's the biggest problem. What do you think, Mike? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I get, I get, I get, I get race shit from both sides, dude. It's just like, you go to like, like, for example, me and my wife went, me and my wife went into a department store and, uh, it was actually like a Tilly's or something. We we're shopping for our son, giving something for, for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And we walked in and. They start following me around and stuff. I hate that, huh? Yeah, so they start following me around. We're in like you know, kind of like a nice neighborhood, you know. Mm-hmm. Follow me around, blah blah blah. I pick some stuff out for my son. She's like, "Oh, you know, I'll take that to the front for you." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "No, I don't know if I'm gonna get it yet, so I'm gonna hold on to it." Mm-hmm. But then I go to like a Mexican restaurant, and they come up and they talk Spanish. And me being a Latino, I don't know Spanish because I was born and raised here, and none of my family speaks Spanish. Oh, me too, now. Except I for get, my- I get clowned on. Yeah, we get clowned on. <laughs> You go, you go to order something, and they say something to you in Spanish, and you're like, "Wait, what did you say?" 
Oh, I was like, I don't know, so I, you know, you give them the, I don't know, like the awkward, I don't know Spanish, I'm sorry, you know what I mean? And then they look at you like, you don't know Spanish, like, why not? Like, oh, then like you get, you know, you kind of get the race shit from both ends, you know? Yeah. I, know. I tell my mom that, I was like, I can't teach my how to speak Spanish. Yeah. Like, you don't need it, you live in America. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you kind of do nowadays, though. I wish I would have learned, like. I know, I wish. Yeah. I better not speak Spanish and get some fucking pussy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, man. Why there's a hot ass girl who speaks Spanish, you speak Spanish and get that. Pussy. Yeah, no, man. I, I, I like I get it from both ends. You know what I mean? Just you know, from the Latino side, and then you know the the usual like, hey, you're a Mexican tattooed, and like you're walking around in my store, so I'm gonna follow you around. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like what like what happened? It's always like everything with America. If it's not the Muslims, then it's fucking Mexicans. If it's Mexicans, it's something else. Yeah. yeah. It's just. Like, I mean, you just you just kind of roll. I mean, you got you got to roll with the punches too, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, if you think about the history of America and you know everything that you know how America started, it's always been about color superiority. You know. It's it's been engraved yeah. in America. You know? See, I, it's not. I I like to have fun with it. Like like for the store example. Like even though I kind of embarrassed my wife, <laughs> like I'm just like I was like, God damn, this bitch is gonna follow me all around this fucking store. Like yeah. God, you must be tired of following my ass around. Like you know, just just making comments about. It. Yeah. You gotta have fun with you it. Got, you know what I mean? You, yeah, you can't take it. You can't take it too serious. Yeah, because you, when you take it serious, they win. You know, you yeah. can't. If, if you have a security person following you, you should go up to him and say, hey, what's up, man? What you and, doing? And, and, it, and it's just funny, too, because, like, we go to our local grocery store, and everybody knows us there. Uh-huh. And there's just, like, these couple of people that work there that just, like, look at us weird. Because, like, we live in a predominantly white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, like, every it seems like every time I go there, it's just, like, this old white lady just goes and she grabs the broom, the push broom, and follows us all around the grocery store, dude. And then just one day, I just stopped her, and, and I was just like, hey, how you doing? Like, how's your day going? And she was, like, shocked, like, because, like, I caught her off guard. And, you know, I kind of had, like, a little conversation with her and stuff. And then, like, but, like, I don't know. It's just, you just got to have fun with it sometimes. Just just, just call them out low-key, call them out on their mm-hmm. bullshit. You know what I mean? Fuck it, dude. Yeah. Just fuck it. Yeah. It's all good. It is what it is, you know. We'll just see what happens with this whole thing with Trump. I just want this fucker gone, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I think it's, you know, it, it, it's difficult, man. You, you know, the way I look at it, like the way I've always looked at it, is because, like, when I was like younger, like politics to me were, I, it was just always like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck, fuck that. This. Yeah. And so it's just like, fuck the government. You know what I mean? Punk rock says, Anything, you know, yeah. fuck the government. Anything. To fuck re- the media. To you know, fuck the news. Mm-hmm. Fuck CNN. And it's just like, even to this day, I feel the same way. Like, ah, fuck, fuck the government. You know, fuck, fuck that. Fuck CNN. Even though everybody's feeding off that shit nowadays. CNN, Fox News. It's just like, they're they're all garbage. Like, Mm -hmm. the left, the right, you know what I mean? It's just like, you gotta be, punk rock, it shouldn't be, it should be, yes, fuck the government. But I don't think any punk should be taken aside on any side of like you know government any, politics yeah. you know what we, i mean at, in the end they're not there to help any of us yeah they're there for themselves and and we need to understand like these they're politicians for yeah. a reason they're there to tell you what you want to hear yeah just like the free college 
the free free there's school. Always a catch. There's, always there's a gonna catch. be a catch. They're gonna tax you seventy yeah. percent. They're gonna fucking they're gonna it's, rape you and send you farther into poverty so you could rely on them. And then it, it's it's just again it's like touching on the poverty. Yeah. You ever notice that a lot of kids are not going to college because they don't want to be stuck with that student loan? Yeah. Because that yeah. follows you forever. Yeah. Because that's how that, that's how my girl is. She graduated and I think she's like twenty thousand in debt. So yeah. it, it's just like. You know, it, it sucks because yeah. they don't even give the hope for that college student to land a good job either. You know, I, is, they rather give it to someone who just got out of high school. Yeah. Or someone who has, again, the connections. You know, connections. If, you're, if you're born into money, it's going to stay in, the, in, that, in that family. You know what you know, who you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah. it is. It yeah, is. but I, I, think, I think Donald Trump, he's a joke. And I think Obama was a joke. And you got to think about, it's not really the president. It's the people that are spending 30, 40 years on, in Congress. You know what I mean? Those people, they don't get voted out. They're, they've been there 30, 40 years just rotting, rotting away on those chairs, dude. And it's just like, they're the ones really making all the decisions. Mm-hmm. I think also like with the whole, I think a lot of people were... Okay, so Donald Trump, is a, he's a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. He, his main thing is money. Mm-hmm. He wants to make money. He's gonna make money, and he's gonna help those who make money. Mm-hmm. So if you're not above that middle class line, then you're kind of fucked. It doesn't benefit you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're, you know, the next tier up, then of course you're gonna, you're gonna want that person in mm-hmm. office because you're making the money. And the, the scary thing about it is, he was talking about before. I think when he's done. That I think I don't know what's gonna start maybe next year. That okay, you guys are gonna build the wall that they want to tax us. So let's say if you guys do your income tax, mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna take a hundred dollars off on your taxes and from everyone just mm-hmm. to build that wall. I mean, like really gonna build a wall? You're just making a statement. It's not gonna it, control. Yeah, it, I think the whole wall thing. Like, why would you make a wall if we're gonna be legalized for all like weed and everything? It, exactly. It, it's 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 to stir up the masses of inbred backwoods people who don't that that have never experienced anything than what they're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, the walls. I think the walls dumb. It's you're using the taxpayer money to build something when you already. So you're going to take someone's job just to build a wall. So you're going to, you have, you have border patrol or you have Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. So you have Homeland Security. So you're going to build a wall and then take all those people out of work too. Yeah. So like there's so many, it's, it's just so stupid. Like the whole thing is just stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Fox News, CNN. I mean, if you've ever sit down and watch Fox News, their, their goal is to attack the left, to like that is all they talk about. Like mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy. It's like crazy, I, dude. I can't, I cannot stand that. Like, like it's insane. Like my political views are all almost like border point, like conspiracy theories. You like conspiracies? Yeah. yeah. So, you so, like, so do you listen to Joe Rogan? Yeah, like did you hear that Alex Jones shit? Yeah, Alex Jones. That, that I used to like watching Alex Jones because I just think it's just it's like a it's like entertaining more than it is like. I know he takes himself serious, but like I think his his shit's like fucking funny because he talks about like fucking Everything. lizard people that live yeah. under the ground. Like I just like see like my big conspiracy theory about media and the left and the right. I think really like the like this is my conspiracy theory is that the left and the right work together 
to pin America against each other to where they could have some day, some way to control us better. You know what I mean? Start a race war, start a civil war, whatever, so they could, you know, further push their agenda or their new world order. You know, again, going yeah. back to conspiracy theories. Or even with the Russia where they're doing those fake social medias and they're making it, well, this is what's going on and shit. You we know? love Russia. I'll just get out of them. It's crazy, man. I, like, like I said, like I stay away from the political shit. <laughs> yeah, well, we've been talking about political the, shit for like the, the past. The only thing that bothers me is the whole like, oh, come on, it's 2019 and we still have race issues. Like that shit's fucking stupid. It, is it? But going back to conspiracy theories, is it race issues or is it the media telling us there's race issues? issues? Yeah. Because if you think about, well, yeah, you kind of do. We just talked about that, right? But, I mean, for as far as, like, a, like, um, like how they're trying to push, like, all, like, you know, Mexicans are doing this or blacks are doing mm-hmm. this. But, like, we, grow, we grew up around Mexicans and blacks and all that stuff, you know what I mean? And there's always been gangs, there's always been drive-bys, there's always been this and that. So, it's just, like... Yeah, it, it, it's the, it, a lot of it's the media confusing people and, like... Come on, we've always had these issues. There's always yeah. been gangs. There's always been white gangs. There's been black. Every race has had a gang. Ugh. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it. But the media wants to concentrate it on the Mexicans. Mexicans that the Hispanic community are the ones that are bringing in the drugs and they're doing this and they're doing that. And it's like, well, it's been proven that we're not the ones that immigrate. You know, the they call it the illegal way. We immigrate the illegal way. But realistically, Europeans are the ones that fly over here on visas yeah. and then just never go back. Yeah. So, and it sucks that we get, we get dinged on, oh, well, they're coming here through the desert and blah, 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 blah. But realistically, most of the immigrants aren't even Mexicans. It's the people that come from Europe or China or, you know, the Asian countries and just overstay to visas. Ex- yeah, to escape that persecution. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's how it is, you know. But it's but it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. How did uh, how did you guys form like Death Seventy Seven? You guys formed in Wilmington, Long Beach. How did it all come together? As all well? over the place. Yeah, all yeah. over. Yeah, man. Wilmington, uh, Long Beach, uh, L.A., East L.A. Now we got Valley. a now we got a member from Vegas. Vegas. Vegas? Yeah, Are our drummer lives in Vegas. No, he's still oh, he, he drives out here. Really? He's yeah. a trooper. Oh wow. Yeah, he's a he's a real one, man. He's a real one. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah oh, he's, he's badass. He's drummer. fucking amazing. Like, yeah. I, I'll give it. To, that dude is fucking good. Hey, he takes it serious. I mean, that's the plus to it. Like, you know, he'll post his little videos on Instagram, and he's like jamming out to music and like always trying to get better. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a plus for that dude. You yeah. guys, you guys go hard on your social media to to try to get your name out there. We do. Yeah, we do. I think I owe Facebook some money, so I haven't paid for any sponsored mm-hmm. ads. Because I keep getting that message. You owe us 14 bucks. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm like, looks like I'm not. Yeah, I'm I think social media really helped us because there wasn't really any social media back in or doing it in the O's. You know, oh six. No, so. we had, that was like, that was we like had MySpace. That was in the, like, in like almost the dying of the last last breath of MySpace. Yeah, yeah. So was MySpace. MySpace was cool though. It was because you could that's play. where you killed. see. So yeah. okay, so if we had MySpace now, with the music that we have now, or if we could do what you could do on MySpace on Facebook, 
fucking golden, dude. It would be golden. It, it would be like social media whoring to the yeah. That's how you get your music. If yeah. you click on, let's say if I click on Dead 77 and you have your top A's, like, who are these new bands? Yeah. You yeah. click on those, like, oh, that's yeah. how you would, you know, and all that. Reach exactly. music. That's like, it was just blowing up and with the Facebook, but now with Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. Snapchat, I'm like, what? It's fuck? controlled. It's yeah, it's too much. I'm like, fuck that. I, I could barely use Facebook and Instagram, so I'm like, I hardly go on Facebook. Instagram's like, easy, dude. I love it's Instagram. Too easy. You mean, yeah, you can do anything. Like, when I found your music on Instagram, I was like, I'm going to put that shit in the stories. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, you guys can't repost it. Yeah. Or tag it. Yeah. Because you got to take, well, either if you're going to repost it, yeah, you can like it, but you have to pick which one. You yeah. You tag it or you put out no song on it. Yeah. yeah. You can't do both. So annoying. I so know. annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish, I wish, like I said, if you could have, like, the same media player that you used to have <laughs> on MySpace where, like, you click on someone's page and that song came on mm-hmm. as you're looking at their page, then... You're advertising that band, you know, or that music, so that person's gonna want to go see. Okay, who's he playing? Click, you mm-hmm. know. Because um, we had a decent following on MySpace, man. We did, and that music was shit. It was that garbage. Was garbage. It was. And we had a good following on MySpace. Mm-hmm. Dude, we. Ha- it was harder on the fucking Facebook side. Yeah. And Instagram, it was hard. How was it when you had the touring gig? There's like so much fucking pussy coming at you all these girls. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, back then it was crazy. Well, back yeah. then it was good. Back then, man, all I all I had to say was, "What's up?" What's up? And that's it. Dude. That's it, dude. Tell me a story. Tell me a fucking Oof. funny story, dude. Oof. Funny story. I, I can think of a good each one. of you. All right, go ahead. Freedom go. girls. Oh, <laughs> that was a funny story, dude. So you, you want to tell it? No. Go ahead. Okay. So we play. Where did we play? We played some chicks like. Uh, oh. We played some chicks party, right? Yes. And we took like a carload of chicks back. I was like, George, okay, I'm coming with the disclaimer. No, no, no. We got we got to start it the right way. Okay. okay. <laughs> so this girl fucking has us play her her, uh, her party, whatever. At a church. Yeah. A church? They had rented the auditorium of it. So, you know, all of us were like, we were heavily like some of us were heavily into like shoving shit up our nose. So, like. This girl's like, oh, come in the back with me. I got some stuff for you guys. So, like, me and my and the, the other guitar player were like, oh, let's go party, you know? So this girl, like, comes up with, like, a plate of shit, and we're like, fuck it. And, like, it burned, right? So, like, that was the start of the whole night. Like, this chick had crushed up meth, and that was what we hit that night, and none of us had any idea. And, like, so we're partying, fucking everything goes crazy. I don't even know how the fuck we got we got back home. Someone stole his guitar. That yeah, day. I got my guitar stolen. That's a whole other story. Yeah. How I got that guitar. Yeah, so he got his guitar stolen that night, and like it was just wild. And then somehow we end up at my house. Yeah, and I was like, I was rolling like a bunch of chicks, and I was like, hey, bro, I got a bunch over. of got a bunch of chicks coming over, dude. <laughs> It was like a fat chick to my right. And like, nothing wrong with fat chicks, man. Was like, disclaimer, like, disclaimer, nothing keep wrong. Keep on getting drunk, keep on getting drunk. <laughs> so it was like a big chick to my left, skinny chick to the front, and like two chicks in the front. Yeah. And so like the the big girl, she kind of like falls asleep on me, and I'm like, okay, she's sleeping. Yeah. Like, let her sleep. Like she's sleep on my shoulder. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know, tap her on the head. You know, it's all right. You're going to sleep. And so we get there, and then like we all get out. And I take them all into George's room. We get to like, uh, they call it like the clay house or whatever. Yeah. And 
and I was like, hey, like, what about your friend? You're gonna leave her in here? They're like, yeah, fucking fuck leave her, her leave her in there. <laughs> yeah, they're like, fuck her, like, leave that bitch in here. And I'm like, oh, that's fucked up, but all right, whatever, you know, it's cool. So we get in the room and like we're drinking, and at the time I didn't, yeah, you know, well, I don't, I didn't fuck around with the shit they were fucking around with. Uh-huh. And I was just, like, dead tired, dude. It was just, like, one of those nights I got my guitar stolen. I was fucked up. And I was just like, I just want to go to sleep. So I laid on the bed. Or, or we're lay, I was laying on the bed. And then one of the girls that I brought took her shoes off. Oh, dude. It was just, like, an instant. Like, someone opened a giant bag of Fritos, really? bro. Yeah. It smelled like... My room smelled so fucking bad. I and like, I was just like, oh. So I just rolled like, over. I was thinking, like, shit. Yeah, like, dude. Like, straight up a Fritos bag. Dude. Like, and then... You fucking open a Fritos bag and you're like... That's what it smelled like. And then I just I just fucking rolled over. I went to sleep. And then, like, I get woken up. And, like, people are, like, I just feel people, like, touching me and shit. And I'm just, like, I wake up, dude. And there's fucking blow in my belly button. They're, like, <laughs> sniffing <laughs> the blow out of my belly button. And I was, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I woke up. He's, like, you guys still doing drugs? Like, what the fuck? And then this dude, he's, like, out the window because he did fucking meth, meth or whatever. And he's, like, looking out the window. I'm, like, what are you doing? He's, like. There's a fat chick getting out the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I look outside and it's like fucking daylight. And these motherfuckers are still up squeaking. Yeah. And, and there's like this big chick and she's like outside of the car and she's like looking around. And I was she's like, She's lost as fuck. And I hit, I, I hit the girl. She's like Frito Lay girl. And I hit her. I'm like, Hey, your, your chick's lost, bro. She's like, Oh my God. Tell her to get back in the car and go back to sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn. And then, Dude, like, wore the guitar. Our, the, the, like, that that was a memorable, like, we still talk about that shit now. Because, like, even, like, our bass player was with Sue, Melvin. And he was, like, sitting in the middle, like, the room's small. And he's, like, sitting in a chair in the middle of the room. And he's got, like, a fucking handle of whiskey. This dude killed a fucking 1.5 gal of fucking whiskey. And I think, I think that day, I think we went to Guitar Center, got me a guitar or something. Or I think some shit like yeah. that. And then I was like, you know, I'm fucking going home. Like, fuck you guys. You guys are all twacked out and shit. And, like, I see them, like, the, like two weeks later. And they're like, yeah, bro, we stood up for, like, four, four days. days. <laughs> <laughs> we hit that. Hey, meth is a fucking dangerous drug, man. Like, we, my, the other guitar player and I, like, I think it was all three of us. It was my bass player, myself, and, and our guitarist, Brian, at the time. And we were like. It was on after that. We were like, dude, let's go fucking hit up the dope man, dude. We were like busting missions at like fucking two in the morning in Huntington Park and shit. Uh huh. And then like when we finally decided like, okay, dude, we're done with this was like, we were driving back to my house and we're like talking to ourselves like, oh, what'd you say? <laughs> oh, I didn't say anything, bro. And then we're like, oh shit, like this is bad, dude. We're starting yeah. to hear voices and shit. We better go to sleep. <laughs> so we called it, dude. After that, we never touched that. Sh- I never touched it again. That shit, well, like, we started hearing voices and shit. So we're like, dude, I'm Dang. done with that. That's <laughs> badass. That's badass. So uh, right now, uh, we're going to take a little break and we'll uh, be back on. We're 
we're back on. We took a little uh, beer break. So uh, let's talk about your guys' music. Let's talk about the song Take Me Away. Let's talk about that one. Go ahead, man. Me? Okay. Yeah. So Take Me Away, originally, so the original name was Teenage Kicks, but there's an older band that already had that name, so we, we decided to change it. But uh, Take Me Away is, again, it goes back to personal experiences. Um, we wrote that song a really long time ago, and it just kind of takes the perspective of, you know, uh, a dude who, or a person, or a person who um, pretty much uh, is deep into, you know, substance abuse. Yeah. Um, all he wants is to be loved by someone, um, but he just doesn't know how to obtain it. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, and pretty much, Take Me Away is that the chorus of it is, you know, people would consider it at, at, at that age a teenage kick. Yeah. You know, because it's substance abuse, it's love, like, that's what you're looking for, you know. I think even as a teenager, that's all you want is acceptance or, you know, to feel that love from someone or something, uh, you know, especially if you grow up in, like, you know, bad environment or home life, you know, you you revert to someone giving you the love that you didn't get or you go the route of, you know, substance abuse. Uh, mm-hmm. So that song's like a mix of those kicks together and, you know, it's it's pretty much just representing, you know, the drug abuse and the love and how you can't have, pretty much that that, that person can't have both. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, not that he can't have both, but in the sense he's <coughs> abusing both. Okay. Um, also, uh, what's love? <laughs> so, you want to do that? Or you want me to do it? Uh, I mean, what's love is just like like one of those like angry like uh, breakup songs. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, just one of those angry breakup songs. One of our more like rock and rollish type songs. Yeah, uh, yeah it's just... A, Some ex comes in mind, like, fuck her, man. Yeah. man. <laughs> but what's love? You don't know love. Yeah. What's love got to do with it? No. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. It's like a breakup song. Yeah. yeah. You could say. Um, I, I, God, we're a, we're a real emotional band, huh? Yeah. I can tell by back, the songs. Back then, yeah. It was yeah. real fucking... Well, the next one I was talking about, The Aggressive Youth. Yeah. That's so my I, song. That was my song. You like that song? That's my song. Dude. Yeah. So that one, that one is definitely like, that was more for the youth, like, you know, fucking... Like, back then it was all about aggression, man. Like, fucking fights. Fights were, like, the thing back then. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, fight. Like, what are you fighting for? Like, it's kind of, like, just an aggressive song. It was meant to make you feel that aggression. Like, it, it was meant to make you feel something. Like, you know, like, fuck yeah. Like, oh, fuck some shit up, dude. Like, so, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was more of an aggressive, like, in-your-face kind of thing. And uh, the one, the new single you guys have, This Is The End. Mm-hmm. So, This Is The End, that one goes back to, like, the political thing. It's, like, a touch of it. It's it's more of, like, an apocalyptic song. Yeah. Right? Like, 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 sometimes you feel like you're, like, you're, the, like, this, this not, not only, like, the country, but, like, the world all together. Like, we're just on that breaking point of, like, just, Disaster. like, shooting each other up with just nukes and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I I don't know. It's just like it's like kind of like a post-apocalyptic type song. You know yeah, what I mean? It is. This is the end. Is definitely 
one of those songs that's like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, what will be left when destruction is cleared or whatever. So it's like, it's giving you like a sense of, okay, well, the human race, eventually we are going to destroy ourselves. We are the, we are our own demise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that song is definitely post-apocalyptic kind of style song. Okay. And uh, do you have any, uh, any upcoming stuff? Like, uh... Like, are you guys doing any albums coming out or anything? So, we have an EP with uh, Slope Records coming out. It's uh, called Astray. And there's two, so that's going to be a two song EP. So, you have uh, This Is the End, and then you have Die Young. And uh, Die Young has not been released yet. So, it's, we're kind of all waiting on it. Yeah. Because I, I like that song. Um, Die Young, again, is one of those, obviously, Die Young. So, mm -hmm. it's still. We're still feeding that beast of personal experiences and like, um, I guess the emotional yeah. side. Of it? You know what the funny thing about like all of our songs, like they're talking about like dying or being dead, and like yeah. my wife was watch. My wife was telling me she was like, she was like watching us, and there's a dude standing next to her, and he was like, so their band name's Dead Seventy Seven, and like all their songs are like either like die or dead or yeah. you're gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just... But I think that's what sets us apart, because, like, I couldn't tell you what other people are singing about, like... I mean, I mean? So, like, other than Trump, yeah, like... Yeah, like, there's nothing else, like, there's no emotional bearing, I guess you could say. Like, I think people, they're so caught up in, like, you know... Politics. Like, yeah, like, standing against something instead of, like, saying, like, this is how we feel, like, this is what I've gone... Let me tell you how what I've gone through, you know, like... So We're me, an emo band. Like, let me relate to the other... <laughs> emo? Nah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm playing. We're, like, relating to that kid that's, like, into the same shit that we were into back then. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, I'm going to go fucking find some coke tonight. Like, so that's what we're singing about is, like, okay, well, what did we used to do to find that vice? Or what would we do when, like, someone, a woman... Because regardless of what you think, whether you're a tough ass or not everyone's been in love or so-called thought they've been in love with someone, yeah. you know? So we try to relate on those personal things, like, you know, being on the streets or what's going to happen to us, you know, with all these, you know, world troubles that we're in because at some point it's going to affect us, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when you were talking, I was thinking about, like, that band called The Used. Oh, oh God, that's yeah. fucked up. We'll, we'll just stop there. No, I'm no. Just... no, no, the way you were talking about expressing how you feel going through all that stuff, not... The first album, yeah, was like talking. He was talking about his, yeah. his what he was going through yeah. his life and all drugs and this and everything. I wasn't trying to say yeah. it. I'm just trying to say like the way he was talking about his life. Yeah, and it was the words. I know. What you, yeah. I know what you mean, but I don't want to make it like that. Try to make it like emo. Yeah, you know. So. No, and I mean like defiance. We have defiance to our song defiant, um, and that one's more about being rebellious and like mm -hmm. not letting someone tell you what to think or what to say or what to do. You know? And I think there's a lot of that that happens yeah. like now. Whether whether you're liberal or you're conservative. Or you're not, you have like, to choose a side. You have to choose a side and we don't want to choose a side. Like that's Choosing a side is not punk rock. No, like, you should know what's right and wrong, right? Mm -hmm. So like you should be able to say like, oh, you know, you're fucking Nazi. You're, you're wrong. You know, like you know what's right and wrong but don't like don't enforce me to think a certain way because I am my own, I'm my own master. Yeah. Like I may, I I decide what's, you know, what's right and wrong. Mm -hmm. So, 
um, Defiant is one of those songs where you're like, okay, like, fuck everything. Man. Yeah, like, don't fucking tell me what to do. Do you feel like now, like, with us, we're all changing quickly? Because everyone has, everyone has to have a category, like, you're this, like that. Mm-hmm. But what about with our parents? Like, how does your mom see you as you? Mm-hmm. How does your parents see you as you or me? Mm-hmm. They just, they don't understand because they're so more old school. Yeah. And we're more like, they yeah. just, I don't know. I think for, like, my side of the family, like, they've always been... Ex- Acceptance. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've always been cool with it. Like, There's one thing I noticed with the family; they're all more into punk. I noticed that it's like you know our cousin Davy. Oh yeah, 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 and all that stuff. Yeah, like, but they're yeah. okay with you. Yeah. Dave. Oh, <laughs> cousin Dave. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. They'll they'll get him started on that. They'll no. get George started on Dave. Yeah. Well, you know, he was my roommate. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. We're yeah, but I mean, like, for, like, the Maldonado side, like, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, me and you are cousins, so yeah, yeah. it's, like, the Maldonado side, they've always been, like, super supportive of, like, my music and, like... They're more chill. They're more, like, they're not, like, Christians, you know? No, they're more, I mean, they're, they're really into church. They're really, like, into you God and all that sides. stuff. You have your normal and you have Christians. Yeah, they're, they're all into, they're all pretty much into church, like, like, they've all supported my music and, yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. No matter what, like no they're always been, you no one criticized me, like really, no. They're like that. I mean, like what my mom. What's your singing? The only time like I saw criticized was when, when, when I, when I, I think I dyed my hair like purple or something, and like mm-hmm. my mom like started crying, and she like, I think she like thought I was gay or something, but <laughs> I, I wasn't. I was like, mom, I like chicks, like don't think I'm like gay or something. Like yeah. it's just, it's just this thing I go getting into, you know, punk yeah. rock and shit, like. When I first dyed my hair pink, she was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a shock, you know what I mean? But, yeah, but it's all good, dude. Like, everybody's always supported me as far as family and stuff, you know? Yeah. And even, even like, even, like, the the pastor at my church that I went to, like, because I used to go to church, you know, a lot, and I still try to make it sometimes, but, mm-hmm. like, even I'm, he was, like, like super a, cool. Like apostolic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one, like, uh... uh out in San Pedro? Uh, Lighthouse? Yeah. Okay, did he retire? Yeah, he retired, but when I was a kid, he was always, like, super cool, like... I still keep in touch with Sarah. Yeah. She she follows me and keep yeah. in touch. I think she's moving to South Carolina. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. but Davey, I haven't... Yeah. Amy, I know she's a DJ. She have her on Instagram. She does... She's DJ. Yeah. In Frisco, I think. Yeah. Or whatever. She's kicking ass over there. Yeah. But with uh, Davey, I think he's... Uh, yeah. Makes food make, in the restaurants. Yeah. Uh, I remember Amy. Amy was super cool. She gave me, like, my first, like, rock and roll haircut. Oh, Amy? Oh, Dave's... Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I had, like, really long, shaggy hair for, like, the longest time. And I asked her... I think I, like asked her if she could cut my hair or asked her dad or something to ask her and they're like yeah come in she gave me like this my first like rocker haircut and i was just like yeah she's 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 really talented hairstylist she's really cool dj she's always i always yeah she's always blowing up over there djs and this and that's the thing i like with everyone like everyone's doing their own thing like you're doing a band she's doing this he's doing that you know, I'm doing a podcast. It's just, it's something. It's like all family as one mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, man, that's just how it is. Um, I want to talk about the story you're talking about. We can't mention that band's name, or if you want to mention it. Mm. Which one? We were talking about earlier with the clown face. Oh, yeah, yeah we already talked about that when I got a drink thrown in my face. Oh, that's the one? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, shoot. Yeah. No, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was the one with the girl right here. That no, 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 that was the one at, that we were talking yeah. about at oh, DPiazza. Really? Yeah. 
the attic? Oh, the attics? No, no, they didn't. They didn't play. It was just she wanted us to play a song, and I was like really tore up, and I was. And again, it was like that time where we would just say stupid shit yeah, off yeah. the wall. And, and like the first thing that came out was, we don't play that kind of thing. I, I, said, I, t- I said, we don't play clown music or something. And then she threw a drink in my face. Yeah. But like, I love the addicts. Like, I grew up listening to them. And like, I got to see them last year at Rebellion. And they always do like an awesome show. They kick ass. They, they're mm-hmm. badass, dude. They're, they're, they're cult following. This yeah. Is, they're everywhere. You know, you know what I think it was? We just... I think we tried, like, back in the day, like, when, you know, we're doing all those shows, like, prior to 2008, like, we just lived off offending people, like, it was, I mean, it was kind of like, it was like, it was like, I don't know, dude, we just, like, said... It was different, man, like, like, that that time you guys went down with Disrod to uh, San Diego, and everyone got their ass kicked. Oh, yeah. But, like, it was different back then, like... You can you get sued now if you try to get in the fight. Yeah, you you could say stupid shit on stage as long as it wasn't like stupid and like racist. Offense, yeah, offense, like really offensive. Like, um, and it's just like um, you know the singer the Cro-Mag says like you know back in the day you could square up with someone you know if you had a problem with someone you just said yo like let's go outside and handle it but now it's like different. Now you call the cops. Yeah, or you can get sued. One or two. Oh my yeah, God. yeah, but it it it. You know, times change and like, you know, like obviously me and George, we matured a lot, you know, like we have jobs, we got families, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and like even having kids like teaches you like, you know, to yeah, watch your sure. mouth. Yeah. yeah. Like watch your mouth, you know, um, have respect for others because you wouldn't want someone talking to your kid that way. You know what I mean? Also yeah. with the kids now, these days you got to get it off their iPads. Yeah. Or iPhones and all that junk. But yeah, but you know, it's just, you know, you got to be respectful. Yeah, I feel like now these days the kids, they need to. It's not like how we used to be back in the day when we were young. We get to just play outside alone and do yeah. stuff and find yourself. Now you're like, oh, the kids have to be in. You can't do this, can't do that. How 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 is that kid gotta find himself when it when it goes to his first breakup? You know, yeah. he's this and that. How he's gonna deal with it? Oh, I'm, I'm just gonna look at my iPad. Or I'm gonna look on YouTube. <laughs> Google search. Yeah, Google search. It's I like it's like, like, hey Alexa, <laughs> I got dumped today. Yeah. It's I I think like now like the society is so protected. Like you have yeah. to like super sugarcoat everything. Where people, a lot of kids are gonna have a hard time growing up. You know what I mean? Like I I try to let my son like learn on his own like certain things. It's just like I let him like more at home like. And he'll have cousins over. I let him go outside and fucking, you know, go play tag outside. You know what I mean? Go get off the game for a little while. Like when I saw a picture you posted, like your son had a cast on. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. So he was outside playing with his cousins and he was trying to show off, be a badass and jumped off the balcony. And broke broke his arm in two places. <laughs> but it's life experiences like yeah, that. You know what yeah. I mean? You go out, you skateboard. Like me, I went out, skateboard, I sprained wrists. Broke, broke ankles, you know what I mean? And it's just like, you what? learn from them, yeah, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I'm the same way with my, with my son, because he's a little knuckle dragger too, so he's like, he'll get hurt and he gets up, and I'm like, well, I guess that's good, because then, you know, I deal with the kid that's just crying all the time, I'd rather fucking him get, you know, fucked up, and he's like, well, I Now he knows what I mean when I say don't do anything stupid. Stupid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys, uh, do you guys have any plugs that you guys want to do or anything before... Um, yeah, we, we, we got a couple, like as far as shows and stuff. Yeah, anything. Yeah, we got, we got, we got a couple of shows coming up. Um, 
We got uh, maybe one, two, three, four, five, six of them coming up. Uh, as of now, um, we got some more in the works. Uh, we got uh, on April 18th in Pomona at Characters. It's a fun spot. It's a cool bar. Everybody's really cool. Promoter's super cool there. It's uh, with Resilience. I think they're from the Bay Area, right? Yeah. Uh, Resil- Resilience and our homies in Formal Society. And another band called Day Drunk will be playing. Uh, that's on April 18th. Starts at 8 p.m. Uh, April 20th, again, with Resilience and Formal Society. And also a really good punk band from L.A., uh, The Pins. And then another band from the Inland Empire. They're a really good band. They're called Decon. That's going to be in downtown L.A. at the Five Star Bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, April 20th, 7.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. All right. And then uh, May 16th, we'll be in Tempe, Arizona. Or Tempe or Tempe? 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 Tempe, Tempe. Tempe, Arizona? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tempe. Tempe, we'll be in Tempe, Arizona, May 16th with the Exploited and Total Chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anybody out there in Arizona, you guys come check us out there. And then uh, May 17th, again at the Five Star Bar, uh, we'll be playing with Made of Ace. They're from the UK. They're a really good all-girl punk band. They're fucking, oh, yeah, they're fucking badass. So we'll be opening up with them with a, a Pretty Mess and Scarletto and the Apocalypse. It's another chick band. Actually, we're the only dude band. Dude, all band. dude band, all dude band that yeah. night. Hell yeah! I'm and all the band, all the chick bands that are playing that night. They're all really cool people. We've all played with them before. Yeah, they're... a pretty mess too. Pretty mess was around back in the day when we were around. So yeah, they they, they remember us. They're they're a sick band. They're really good. Really good live. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on May seventeenth, and then uh, July thirty first. We play a punk rock pre-show and a pre-party show for Rebellion Festival, mm-hmm. and that'll be at a what's what's that the the Tosh Rock? Yeah, Talk Rock. Talk Rock, I think. Yeah, Hold but on. that's at a. So it's a it's at a bar called the Rosen Crown. Rosen Crown. It's right above the Rosen Crown. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be playing a pre-party there, and that's gonna be with a. What's it called? Drogos for Europe. Dragster, Litterbug, and uh, Vomit, Choking Susan. uh, Subterrinos, Dragster, Litterbug, Choking Susan. Um, So it's a big big pre-party to the festival. Um, So they're expecting it to be either sold out or completely packed because of the way the festival falls on that Thursday. The Thursday lineup for the festival itself is packed. So they're they're really I, I think that this pre-show is going to be just completely packed um, because I think last year's lineup for Thursday wasn't as good as it is this year. So you know you got bands like the Descendants playing on Thursday night. So everyone's going to make it a point to be there like Wednesday. Oh, wow. So it's going to yeah. be cool. We play Wednesday, take a break on Thursday, and then we play the festival on Friday. All right. So you hear that, guys? Go check out their shows. Check out their Instagram, Dead Seventy Seven. The only plug I have: <clears throat> uh, shouts to uh, Martin and Huda Miranda from the OUO podcast. April fifth at Harvell's. They're doing a comedy show, and also, yes, also Slaughter for Slaughter. Slaughter before Slaughter is gonna be over there. You know, like the. Martin's band back in the Wilmington, Wilmington area, like his dream band, he's going to be performing over there. Uh, it starts at 10 p.m., guys. Uh, 
Anything else? Last question uh, for my listeners, guys. How? What do you want my listeners to remember your band, Dead 77? Uh, fun. Fun? Yeah. Fun. <laughs> fun. A little, a little bit of, uh, a little bit, a little, I guess you could say our music is for everyone. Um, it, I think there's different types of people that have never even listened to punk rock that have completely fallen in love with our music. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, don't judge a book by its cover. Yes, yeah. it, it is punk rock, but at the same time, you could find a way to relate to it. Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's cool. Me and I think the I think the biggest thing too, like if you see us at the show, you want to chill, talk, or you want to talk about our views or what you think about our music. Mm-hmm. We're always that was one thing as a kid when I go to see a band that I like. Uh-huh. A lot of times they weren't approachable. Yeah. So. I think that's one thing, like, we're very approachable, so we like hanging out with people that come out to see us. We like talking with people who come that's out good. to see us. Yeah, that's, that's, good. that's a good point. That's like, good. Like, yeah. we, we yeah. enjoy people's company. Like, um, it, it means a lot to us that people listen to us and enjoy our shows. So, you know, I don't want people to feel like it's... We're not approachable. Yeah. yeah. Um, we want to make it really clear that we are approachable. We're there because the people are listening to us. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't for them listening to us, obviously you know, we, been... we wouldn't be doing anything. Yeah. That's that's what we have to be. Like, you got your band, mm-hmm. I got my podcast, and, you know, when you people are like, oh, you're Mega Man? It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you just want to, you know, hang out with them and all like, stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, he's not like one of those douchebags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Because yeah. your reputation is always going to be tested it's, exactly. and it's not always about reputation for us it's always about like uh, like personal experiences like when we come yeah. back we have something hey you know we met him last time you know like we got a friend out, out in Texas named George right oh yeah <laughs> we met That's... this we met this crazy motherfucker we went on tour with our homies and corrupted youth uh, shout out to them but uh we met George and like we just became best friends with the dude. And yeah. every time we go, we're like, "Where you at, man? Let's go!" Yeah. Like, we, so, like we pre-plan, like, "Hey, we're gonna get a room." Like, yeah, yeah. Let it like a month ahead of time. Yeah. So yeah. him, like uh, George and Marcos, like they fucking they take care of us. They're like a duel, uh-huh. um, and they fucking they take care of us every time we go out to Dallas. So we make it a point to go out there at least once a year yeah uh-huh. so it it's fun man it's like a full-blown weekend of fun. i think that's what we like look forward to is like meeting cool people like yeah that's good yeah that's good like david yeah. from from rebellion like david, he's yeah. like super cool dude he's taking care of us out in rebellion and yeah yeah that's awesome man well thank you guys for coming on to the mega man's podcast and best of luck to to the band man thank you guys i'm gonna be following you guys you know i'll, I'll probably go check out maybe one of the show maybe in pomona yeah you yeah. know maybe go visit since you know we got cousins out there you yeah. Know? yeah take a visit and see what's up um other than that guys uh what do you want everyone to follow you have an instagram facebook oh yeah so facebook is uh obviously facebook you can look us up as uh, dead 77 on instagram it's dead 77 official uh, Spotify, Dead Seventy Seven. Please mm-hmm. go listen to our Spotify. I- iTunes, Bandcamp. What else? Uh, what's that other one that all the mumble rappers use? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. But on SoundCloud, it's gonna be on uh, the Slope uh, Slope Records profile. Um, they have our new single on there. Uh, shout out to Slope. They have a, a lot to work with because we're. Very pushy. We so go. You have to be. Yeah. We're gonna be. They're very patient with us. Yeah, because we're a fu- we're a fucking headache, and 
that's why I state that because I want them to know like because I'm I'm gonna tell Tom like hey, you guys, go, I can tell I can go tell, listen to this I can tell this guy right here I can tell he's very aggressive <laughs> he, like, like, go, what the fuck go, man but they take care of us man they, yeah. it's a cool label they support us like yeah you know we kind of bug the shit out of them a lot we stress them out but they take care of us so that's good they're yeah. a good label good label they take care of their bands yeah and in the long run they're they're doing good things for us um it's awesome and I just I don't know. I just like progress, man. Like, if I feel like we're being stagnant, then I'll let him know. Like, hey, bro, you're making, like, we're not doing shit. And there's other people doing And then he'll pull something up for us. Yeah. Okay. So, we may, you know, you gotta push. I mean, you're an artist. You're there to be an artist. You're there to push your music. Push your music. Push your music on social media. You gotta do what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. You gotta take advantage of it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know what, man. That's what we sell our rights for, bro. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we sell out for. I don't know. I, I, I always, I always tell them we we're talking about. I think you, I don't know for some like the, the the chemistry with you two both and the stories. I think you guys should just like do a fucking podcast. Yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope. Just to have different bands come. Yeah. and talk yes. about stories. Come talk, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. come and everything. It, it would be fun. I I think so, man. I I, it would be great. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. You have your listeners, and you can spread out your music and spread out with getting more fans around the world. And yeah. More. We should just write a book. No. No. Okay. Podcast. 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 <laughs> or like, or like a. a, a we'll a, have Tom come sit out with yeah, us. A vocal, a vocal fucking. What are those books where it's just like someone talking? Oh, audio books. Uh, we'll do an audio book. <laughs> 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 well, thank you guys for coming on to the podcast. You can follow me on Mega Man Six Nine Eight Zero, and also my new page on Instagram at the Mega Man's Podcast. Uh, you can find uh, my podcast on Anchors, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google uh, Podcasts, Breakers, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, and... That's Pornhub.com. Pornhub. <laughs> I don't know about it. Video out there? No, no. But everything else, guys, thank you guys for uh, coming on, and uh, best of luck to you guys. Thank you. All right. Mega Man's out. Des- 77's out, man. Late.